We welcome in now a late addition to the show, our guy Nick Costos. You can hear him every single night, Monday through Friday, on You Better You Bet, as well as the Sunday show as well, previewing every single NFL Sunday. Nick, what's going down, man? How you doing? What's going on, guys? How we doing? I'm feeling all right. You know, 10-7. I wish that, uh, you know, when you get the ball first and goal, you should probably give it to A.J. Dillon. I've been playing these A.J. Dillon touchdown props every single week, Nick, just waiting for one of these to cash. Him and Robert Tunyon. Finally, Tunyon got off the board yesterday. Or I'm sorry, last week. Uh, What do you got going on in this game? What are you sweating out here tonight? Uh, I bet the Packers, so I've got Green Bay. Um, I wanted to take the under, and I and I wish I had. I I, I didn't um, only because it, it it dropped a little too far out of range for me. Um, so I didn't want to I didn't want to I don't want to bet the under with uh, with with Devontae and Lazard out and MBS out. So I'm on the Packers. Uh, I've got a host of anytime touchdown props. I've got Dylan, Malik Taylor, Jawan Winfrey, and Amari Rogers. I feel like I'm going to get one of those for sure in the second half. Like oh, came close to Rogers, obviously, and came close to Dylan as well. Um, and I have Christian Kirk over receiving yards. That's been brutal so far, but you know, if, uh, with Hopkins out now, I think it's going to you know, probably increase the, uh, the likelihood that they throw to Kirk down the field and it's a beatable Packers secondary right now. So, uh, we'll see if that, if that happens to come through. I also got the Knicks. Um, I have, hold on. I can tell you, I've got the jazz. I have the Spurs. I still have the Canucks flyers over and I have the sharks and I've already lost the first quarter over in the Hawks wizards game. Uh, but I won with the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Carolina Hurricanes, and the Calgary Flames, courtesy of our technical director, Bill Batts, who's crushing in the NHL right now. So lots of action here on this Thursday. You mentioned you had the Knicks. Uh, that looks like a solid bet, obviously, whoa, Ryan. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, we don't say that. Yeah, we don't, we don't say that yet. I'm a Knicks fan here, too. Like, yeah, uh, Knicks game, fan. Game's not well, over. Quentin has the Bulls. That's why he doesn't like that. But I was, I was wondering, given that you're on the Knicks and we are sort of talking basketball and football at the same time, do you have – it's very early on the season. Do you have a – Eastern Conference ranking in the NBA right now, Nick? Uh, Eastern, let me bring the team. Well, I think it's, I still have Brooklyn probably number one, mm-hmm. even with uh, as uh, as poorly as they've played so far to start. I mean, Steve Nash even said, like, it's going to take a while to get the rotations figured out. Harden's got, Harden basically admitted that he's not in shape. Yes. So, I mean, once Harden gets Without in shape, confidence. I feel like it's going to be, yeah, I mean, he's like, he's like he's spent the entire offseason rehabbing. It's not where he needs to be yet. He'll get there. Um, and we'll see about Kyrie Bob, over the course of the season. I, I, I just have a suspicion that he's going to end up getting vaccinated and end up playing. But I could be wrong about that. But even without Kyrie, I still think this is probably the best team in the East. I think you have to go Milwaukee second. Um, very much until they get until they get until someone knocks them off, I would put them in Brooklyn um, at the top. Uh, Miami's been really impressive. I think the Knicks have been impressive. I'm not a huge believer in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think Charlotte's going to come back down to earth. Wizards will probably come back down to earth. I'm super impressed by the Cavs. But I don't think Cleveland is going to end up as probably a playoff team, even in the Eastern Conference. Um, and Atlanta's got to be up there as well, and, and Philly. So, yeah, I don't know if that kind of, like, answer, answered the question at all. But, yeah, I, I, I think it's Milwaukee and Brooklyn is the top two. Nick, I'm, I'm going against you uh, in a lot of things. But I am with you in, in one thing, and that is Christian <laughs> Kirk uh, over. I, and I think it's, you know, prayers up for my guy D-Hop. We don't want anybody to be injured. But Kirk needs 44 and a half. I need 45 yards from Big Kirk. But you're a big New York guy, of course. I, I've heard through the grapevine. Somebody said you love the New York Giants, apparently. Um, the Giants. What is your feel on that team? Because uh, they have a Monday night game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, that's kind of been. Wait, hurt to hurt to the grapevine, Quentin. I come on the show. We talk about the Giants all the time. What do you mean, man? So we are the grapevine. That's what I'm. I'm here drinking wine in the grapevine right now. That's how I figured it out. Um, I might be a little tipsy. Uh, can we talk about this Monday night football game with the Giants and the Kansas City Chiefs? Right now, the Chiefs ten point favorites. They're still double digit favorites week in and week out. It seems like that team is kind of imploding because they turn over the ball at a crazy rate. Number one, what are the injuries going to look like? Because I know we got a lot of guys who might be questionable for that game on the New York side. But last week, they they turned one out against uh, the terrible, terrible Carolina Panthers. Would you take the Giants to cover this week or would you stay away? What's your feeling the total? Just the read on this Monday night football game. We're going to be sweating out together. 
Um, well, I, I feel like if the Giants like injury report is positive, and I'm bringing it up right now, but like it's we're not going to know that much because it's the Monday game, obviously. Right. So it's like today's basically Wednesday um, in terms of like the practice reports for the uh, for the Giants and the uh, and the Chiefs. Let's see, Saquon. Yeah, all, all these guys are going to be questionable, but they, I think they were all working pretty much on the side. So it, it looks to me like I, th- I think Tony and Galladay are going to be back for sure. Um, I don't know about Saquon yet. I think he's the one that's kind of up in there. He's the least important of the three, um, in my opinion. So if the Giants can get those two guys back. Um, I, I kind of think Daniel Jones is sitting on like a monster statistical game on Monday night against a terrible Chiefs defense. And I don't say this every week. I am not a homer fan. Like I do root for the Giants and the Knicks and the Yankees and the Rangers, but I'm not a homer. Um, I'll say if I think they're going to lose. I, uh, I'm really not. I mean, I, I, I mean, no, like that. I actually can't let that slide because it's really not true. Um, I will bet against I will say my team suck when they suck. Uh, I actually think the Giants are going to have a chance to win on Monday night if all these guys play. Because I think they're going to score a ton of points. I think the Chiefs can certainly score as well. And I think that if you like the Giants and, and you're listening to me talk and you like the Giants, but you're not, you're not that confident in it, bet the over. I don't think the Giants can cover in a, uh, in a lower scoring game here. I think that's their path to covering. So I think the two bets correlate, right? Giants and the over, I think, correlate. If the Giants are going to cover, game's going to go over the total. Um, I give the Giants a chance to win, provided the injury report is clean. Uh, I was on a couple of radio hits today, and they asked me about if Dak's calf is not good, and let's say he's more injured than people think, um, w- any value picks in the NFC East? I, I, I said this division just sucks so bad. I mean, of course, we've been here. I'm a Washington football team backer, but any value picks that you would have? Would it be Washington? I know Philly stinks, and Sirianni is the worst coach I've ever seen or one of the top of them. And, of course, the Giants, they're 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 here. They're, they're getting healthier, and they're, they're, they look like they're getting better every single week. What would your value play be in the NFC East for those people who are, are, are waiting on pins and needles? Well, I think if Dak, I don't think Dak's going to miss more than like a week yeah. um, if he's out. So like if Dak goes out for the season, I think that we can have like a, a different conversation, right? Um, I think Philly and Washington would both become interesting, and Philly especially, because if you look at Philly's schedule, they basically play like the entire NFC East at the end of the year. Um, and Washington and Philly play each other twice in the final three weeks of the season. So I think it would probably come down to like one of those two teams. Um, but I don't anticipate Dak being out, even if he misses this game against Minnesota, being out much longer than that. Um, and it's funny because the line movement in this game now has Minnesota, I believe, last I checked, is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And that's basically someone or multiple people, like influential betters, that are basically gambling on Dak not playing in the game. Like, yeah. that's the gamble right now. It's almost not like what happens on the field. Like, they're gambling and saying Dak Prescott's not going to play. And let's be clear about this. If Dak Prescott doesn't play on Sunday night, like the line is going to close somewhere from like Minnesota four and a half to Minnesota minus six. I don't think it would get past six, but I think six would be, I can see it closing there, which is a huge number right. because the adjustment from Dak down to Cooper Rush, like I can't be overstated how big of a deal that is, like how much better Dak is than Cooper Rush. So I, I, I think that like if you're betting Minnesota now, like your bet is Dak doesn't play in the game. And if he doesn't and you're sitting on a two or a two and a half, you're going to get like probably four plus points of closing line value. So I think that's like a really interesting cat and mouse game in the market being played right now with uh, Minnesota and Dallas on Sunday night. Nick, I uh, love you, man. I am uh, actually a huge homer, and I have to let one of these out. Let's go! First and goal about to be Packers. He just nice. punched the hole in his chest nice. after an interception. I did. I jumped up and, and down, Nick. We don't force many he turnovers in Green Bay. And, uh, yeah, Kyler helping out uh, the Green Bay defense. What are your favorite plays this week, man? What are you looking at? One I really like, I like the Colts. Now, it's now, man, wow. They are now two-and-a-half-point favorites. I think the Colts are live. That's going to keep moving, by the way. That's going to keep moving. Nick, so, yeah. I think they're live to win that division, man. I know everybody loves Tennessee, especially after what they did to Kansas City. But, I mean, if you're getting better than three-to-one odds, I think Carson Wentz has looked pretty damn good. They're starting to get healthy. I don't hate this Colts team, um, and I really like them at home against Tennessee this weekend. What are you looking at? Well, I hated I hated that throw from your guy A. Rod, yeah, Amari Rodgers. Yeah, me too, Rogers man. 
Because uh, I got I got Amari <laughs> Rogers anytime touchdown. It's a terrible throw by Aaron. Um, what's he ever done, loser? Um, <laughs> yeah, three yards per yeah. attempt tonight, schmuck. Yeah. Uh, as far as that, oh, I love the Colts on Sunday. Um, yeah. That line's gonna that line's gonna keep going up. So like, if anyone out there likes the Colts, I think like this is gonna hit three. Maybe it'll, we'll see some resistance and it'll come back down. Um, but no, I love Indianapolis and I love the over on Sunday as well. Um, we talked about it Monday on You Better You Bet opened forty seven and a half, and it's like well. You know that's wrong. Like that's a stupid number, and now it's at fifty and a half or fifty-one. Um, I I I still like it there. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you here on Indianapolis. I don't know about them winning the division. I think they're they're pretty far back the eight ball at this point. And Tennessee's gotten past a really tough putter of their schedule. Obviously beating Buffalo and Kansas City back to back weeks. Like they still have to play Houston twice. I feel like 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 Tennessee likely to win the division, but I do like the Colts on Sunday. We talked earlier this year, Nick, and deservedly so. You were very hard on Zach Taylor. Uh. Bengals, huge win, obviously, against the Ravens. Uh, has your opinion at all changed uh, about him over the last few weeks, or is it just the talent on the field? Um, you know, I we talked about him the other day on You Better You Bet in terms of, like, he's one of the – I think he's the fourth or fifth favorite for Coach of the Year. And, you know, it's kind of hard to, to argue against that being the case, right, with the way the Bengals have played and how bad they were last year and how bad they were year one with Zach Taylor. Um, yeah, I guess I kind of have to eat a, l- a little bit of crow at this point on Zach Taylor since, you know, they did they did go into Baltimore and, like, they, they beat the hell out of the Ravens. Like, that was a, a thorough served win by Cincinnati. I still don't think he's a great coach in terms of his in-game management. It may be the players on the field are great, but, I mean, like, that kind of thing happens in the National Football League. Like, if they're going to keep winning games, then – and they're going to win like 11, they're going to go 11 and 6 or 12 and 5 or even 10 and 7. Like, I think you tip your tap to the guy and I say, you know what? I was, uh, I was wrong about Zach Taylor if and when that happens. Do you like them to cover uh, this weekend against the Jets in New York? It's the line's t- 10 and a half right now. I think it uh, they could. I mean, they could for sure. Like, they could win that game 30 to 3. And I'm not trying to waffle. It's just like, I mean, I would only bet the Jets just because I think the number's crazy. Like, we've seen Cincinnati, um, and I think I came on, um, we talked about them during that Thursday night game against the Jaguars in week three, and they were seven and a half point favorites in that game. And this is the only game that's like that one in terms of them being a big favorite in the game. This is the second time it's happened. And they probably should have lost that game, honestly, right against the Jaguars on that Thursday night. So I think it's kind of unfamiliar territory for them. Um, And they're on the road here and it's double digits. So I'm not saying they can't win. I'm not saying even that I'm going to bet on the Jets, just that if I had to bet the game, I would bet the Jets. But, uh, but yeah, you know what? And that Cincinnati-Detroit line a couple of weeks ago, Bengals minus three and a half, was really bad in retrospect. That was a bad job by the market setting that one. Cincinnati should have been probably like nine in that game. Nick, I'm going to ask you the same question that I used to ask you all the time about Daniel Jones because I believe in Daniel Jones. But let's say Deshaun Watson, let's say your team was interested. I asked this to Q because he's a Washington fan. If if your team, if the Giants were, had any interest in Deshaun Watson, would you pull that move? Like knowing that you might not have him available next year or ever again outside of this season, or or uh, let's go. Oh, oh my God! Go flag though, flag though. I don't know. Flag. So we'll is that a push off or is that? I think it's. I think it's defensive it pass interference, but we'll find out. Or holding or something. I uh, said I was going to buy everybody not. dinner if the Packers actually won this game tonight, Nick. I also have to wear this sweatshirt that I got in like the fourth grade, but still, uh, no, I've, I've got I've got I've got a Giants jacket that I got in <laughs> two thousand that I still wear. I, I got mean, all my yeah. starter jackets. I have everything still. Um, but um, yeah, uh, so what, so I, am I the GM of the Giants or am I like Giants fan like co-signing? No, 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 like like Bolt. Like you're a you're a lifelong fan that has become the GM. Like wow. have you ever seen the movie Eddie where Whoopi Goldberg becomes the oh, coach yeah, of the I've Knicks? Seen that, yeah. yeah, this is like that oh, movie, but man. you become this is like little big lead, dude. Dude, you you're another. No, yeah. It's back when Whoopi had eyebrows. I, I, I think I, I kind of think Deshaun Watson's a bad guy. I would want nothing to do with him. Thank I'll you. That. That's what I've been trying to say. I had some guy on social media on Twitter today, uh, 
coming yeah, at great. me. Well, there's your first mistake. He was, he was, he was like, man, <laughs> yeah. he was like, he's innocent until proven guilty. And I'm like, dude, yeah, but like, uh, why, 22... do you even, why do you even engage? Why do you even engage with people? Like, I don't, I literally talk to <laughs> no, people tweet me on Twitter and they tweet into the ether. I'm never responding <laughs> to things like that ever. That's good advice from you. All right, man. Well, um, any futures or anything that you're looking to play here last minute? Uh, any futures? Um, yeah, I don't like know. Super like, what, what, what uh, Super Bowl futures. Um, no, I, I, I think Tampa's going to gonna win the Super Bowl, and I think they may not lose again. Um, we talked <laughs> about this on You Better You Bet the other day. Um, there's a, you can get a better price now on Bruce Arians to win Coach of the Year than at the start of the season. He was 22-1. to 1. Now he's 30-1. to 1. Um, I, I think there's a good chance the Bengals, like the, the Buccaneers, excuse me, go either 16 and one or 15 and two. And if they go 15 and two, it'll be because they're sitting everyone at the end of the year because they've already like clinched home field advantage. So I think that we need Brandon Staley, like to not go 12 and five in order for that to happen. But I think Arians coach of the year is very much in play. If they, the Bucks, as I expect, win either 15 or 16 games, you know, with the Bengals beating up on the chiefs, I feel like now we don't hear from Brandon Staley because now the Bengals are like everybody's favorite team and everybody loves Joe Burrow. Did it on a silent count. Didn't have a voice last week. Nick, thanks well, so much well, for joining uh, us, man. Well, well, we'll see you about the Chargers Patriots game on Sunday. Thanks for having me guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, thanks man. for coming on. Thanks, Nick. Nick. Nick Costos, you better, you bet.